Russell, what are you doing for Labor Day weekend? I'm doing a whole lot of nothing, Gavin. That's honestly the best thing you could do. Tons of it. An extremely busy weekend of doing nothing. And welcome back to the MLS Now podcast. We have another midweek update for you. A few more matches are in the books. Well, I say a few more. We have like 13 matches that were in the books. It was quite a busy night. So if you guys managed to watch that, I hope you enjoyed all of it. There was quite the action going on. We'll recap that very briefly, and then we will get into our previews of the weekend. Before that, though, as always, you can find the podcast on social media at MLS Now Podcast. You can find me on social media at Mr. Danger Russ. And most importantly, you can find our wonderful co-host Gavin at Lions Blog One. Gavin, good morning. Good morning. I'm interested to hear that this is a midweek update when I was expecting this to be a preview. Well, it's an update and a preview. I'm updating you on what's going on for the weekend. My cat has decided to not be done with what she was doing. Um, Cats okay. are never done scratching things, Kevin. You should know this. Pre, a preview update. Preview I like update. Word, you see, I like the word preview. We're just not. We're just not agreeing on words today. We were talking earlier about disruption and interruption. Preview update. What's going on this morning? Nothing's going on this morning, Gavin. The, the podcast is going on. It's 6.30 a.m. No, no one's awake yet to have things going on. Well, something's going on if the podcast is going on. See, we're just not agreeing on words. You're saying nothing's going on. I'm saying something's going on. I don't know. Well, hey, how about this, Gavin? Can we agree that last night was an interesting night for MLS? Interesting, yes. Midweek, midweek matches are always interesting because there's rotation for teams good teams lose to bad teams bad teams lose to good teams uh there's always an mls after dark match that goes crazy san jose la galaxy um so yeah uh love me some midweek mls action yeah i think just to briefly hit on some of the maybe more notable storylines I think we got to start FCC first team to clinch a playoff spot with a 2-1 win over Atlanta. That's, I think, pretty significant. They're the second quickest team to ever clinch a playoff spot. So pretty respectable for FCC. Well, okay. So they're, they're the second quickest, but they also had nine spots instead of seven. So I think there's a caveat in there. Still the second right. quickest, but there is more slots for them to obtain. Basically, it was always going to be quicker. But Actually, Gavin, shouldn't it be slower? Since there's more spots, more teams can make the playoffs. Um, so you have to yeah, wait but, longer for a team to be mathematically eliminated. Well, no, because they just have to make sure that they're better than ninth. So it's a lower points total. Hmm. That's how, that's how I think of it. I don't know. The ma- the manner in which they got there, though, the comeback win away in Atlanta United, 
pretty impressive. Yeah, I was uh, I was very worried during that match, and they did end up looking like a good team for like 15 minutes there, and that was enough to score two goals. So, what do you think of Atlanta? I've been singing their praises recently. Um, you got Atlanta live and in the flesh. They are. I think they're going to make the playoffs. Like they looked like a playoff team last night. They looked dangerous. I think in general, Cincinnati did a fairly good job defensively. They, I mean, they gave up one goal, so they're keeping their goals conceded quite low. I think now they're to 29 goals conceded on the season. So honestly, I, I think I don't have any concerns about Atlanta making it. I mean, Muyumba definitely looks like he's going to be making an impact with them. He's already a problem and a half for Cincinnati, and they're one of the better teams defensively this year. So how are other teams going to you know, deal with that? Yeah. Uh, he just jumps off the screen. Really enjoy watching him. Um, okay, yeah. I mean, I agree that they're going to make playoffs. Um, so, yeah. Uh, another quick headline from last night. Toronto beating Philadelphia 3-1. One of those weird results that happen midweek in MLS sometimes, but also new coach, uh, new style of play, and Toronto FC looked like a new team at home against one of the better teams in MLS, Philadelphia. Yeah, and I think this might have been like a mentality switch for them because I don't think Herdman is even, I don't think he's even fully implemented yet. I don't think he has even had a training session with Toronto. Uh, probably not, considering the news was what, Monday? Yeah, like so three days bar- ago. barely been implemented. Maybe he's obviously been able to talk with the players, but... You know, sometimes it's just these sorts of situations that are really good for a team because, you know, they still have to play a game. They still have to come out with some tactics. But I'm sure that he got some reports from the scouts on how Philadelphia play. And he probably knows a little bit about how Philadelphia play just from being, you know, knowledgeable about soccer. And then he just set up a simple system and it worked. And the team went out and worked hard, played hard, and there you go. Um, so they probably had a meeting, talked about what they're going to do, and they went out and did it. And that's a, it's a good sign when in that situation they can come out and, and succeed like they did. So. And of course, Insigne played. We had heard that he was refusing to play because he got into an argument with the interim manager. So it was good to see him making an impact as well. Yeah, that resolved itself pretty quickly <laughs> with um, the interim manager going away. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's uh, maybe he's still there as a assistant coach or whatever. But yeah, it was it was good to see him out there. One more headline I want to throw your way, Gavin. I got to talk about it, of course. Nashville denies Messi. They walk away with a zero zero. In the most Nashville form possible, I mean. Yeah, this is what I was, uh, I think I was talking about this during League's Cup, is in Cup games, teams have to win, right? So teams have to go for it. 
And so it's going to leave a little bit more space and just cup games are crazy. In the league, it is different because teams can come up to your place and not play. They can really focus on defense and making sure you don't score. And I think that's what ended up happening. And Miami couldn't break them down. Nashville get a road point in Miami, which over the next few years, while Messi and Busquets and Alba and and Martinez and Campania and everyone's there, that's a really good point on the road in MLS. So Nashville fought hard, got themselves a point, and uh, that just puts a dent into Miami's chances of making the playoffs. Yeah, I would say they can probably tolerate maybe one loss or one more draw. But after that, I think they've got to probably get some wins in almost every other match. And that's, even with Messi, going to be a tough task. They're currently 10 points behind ninth place with two games in hand. So they've really got to go on a, a good win streak here. Doable. Moving over, it, it's, it is doable. Moving over to the West, Gavin, Corey Baird for the Dynamo, very much worth talking about right now. Yeah, he is on a hot streak uh, for them. I think he's scored in each of their last three or four games, um, all competitions. Yeah, on a, on a hot streak. Uh, Houston Dynamo themselves are on a hot streak. And they are. They are. Uh, quickly climbing the table, uh, currently in a home playoff spot. That is how tight the West is. Um, just think about where they were. I don't remember exactly where they were post-Leagues Cup, but like they flew up the rankings after these last few wins. Yeah, I mean, Gavin, think about where they were one year ago today. Uh, rock bottom, I'm, I believe. Of the West. Right. Or, you know, or thereabouts. Like, yeah, it's been a stunning turnaround for Houston. Yeah. And uh, I, I saw McCall, Mikael. I don't know how to say his name. Mikael, I think, um, got man of the match. And so it was good to see him bounce back because he was the one who put the ball in their own net to effectively knock them out of League's Cup. Uh, so... He, him getting man of the match, I've been really impressed with him. Uh, and yeah, Houston overall, like you said, have been fantastic. Corey Baird himself uh, going on a hot streak. Yeah. And Hector Herrera, much more of a performer this season than last season. Yeah. He, he yeah. He's running things in the midfield. Might have been more. the best pass of the week last night from him. Oh, I missed I it. Ooh, do yourself a favor. Go look that one up. It was a thing of beauty to set up the second goal. You're going to have some messy fans yelling at you because he had a gorgeous pass in behind. Um, well, did that pass result in a goal? No, I think it was Jordi Alba who messed it up. Well, he then there you score. go. No, it should have led to a goal. It was a really good pass. But uh, I haven't seen the other ones, so I cannot really argue with you fully oh man i love that i could say anything i want right now then <laughs> um I'm trying to think if there are any other headlines from last night 
Maybe San Jose. What, losing at home? Well, okay. Now, granted, I, I know that's not anything insane. or. <laughs> All right. Fair enough, Gavin. <laughs> I mean, losing at home to a bad team. Well, they were a bad team. They've kind of figured their stuff out. But, yeah. Um, and again, Tyler Boyd on the score sheet. Yeah. I was gonna get I'm gonna get to LA Galaxy in my previews. Alright. Well I won't it won't spoil your preview. Thank you. I appreciate that. Alright, well hey. Yeah. Very quickly, Gavin, shall we run through the schedule real quick of what people should expect before we get into previewing some matches? Sure. Yep. Alright, so for this weekend's slate of matches, we have some good ones in here. We have NYCFC versus Vancouver. That's actually in a weird afternoon kickoff as well. So if you want some midday soccer on Saturday, you get that one, I think, at 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. We have D.C. United versus Chicago, New England Revolution versus Austin, Texas, Cincy versus Orlando, Montreal versus Columbus, Dallas versus Atlanta, Sporting Kansas City versus St. Louis, another very highly anticipated match, I think, Nashville versus Charlotte. Real Salt Lake versus Colorado, Seattle versus Portland, Galaxy versus Houston, San Jose versus Minnesota, Philadelphia versus New York Red Bulls, and finally LAFC versus Miami. Quite did anticipated. Say, did you say Cincy versus Orlando? Did I miss that? I said that. Okay, okay. I appreciate the uh, Austin, Texas in there. Austin, Texas. I actually wrote it in as ATX, and so I immediately read it out as Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. <laughs> yeah, some good matches this weekend. Uh, I'll let you go first with the ones that you picked. Ooh, okay, well, I've got Cincy versus Orlando as a preview match. Gavin, did, you didn't pick that one, did you? I did pick that one. How could we have not picked it when we're both on the pod? Right. Well, so I I do want to preview Cincy versus Orlando, which I think this will be a very interesting match because Cincinnati just clinched a playoff spot. And I'm now very curious how the mentality for Cincinnati plays out because right now they still have the chance to make history with Supporter Shield single season record. But I don't know if they're going to take a break. And say, well, we just made playoffs. We can, you know, we can relax one game or two games. So I'm I'm very curious from a mentality standpoint. Meanwhile, Orlando has been on a semi-hot streak. They've been playing pretty well. Obviously, that news about Kara is breaking. So not that I think he's particularly been effective for you guys. So I, I don't actually think it's going to have much of an impact at all. But nah, um, he, he really hasn't been playing these past few months. Yeah. He's kind of been like a 70 or 80th minute sub, if at all. Right. And I mean, he's a designated player as well, if I'm not mistaken, Gavin. So, yep. you know, it, we've talked about it many, many times in MLS. You unfortunately really can't afford to whiff on your designated player signings because they have that much of an impact. Right. Yeah. Um. Orlando tend to play to the quality of their opponent. So like against Charlotte this past midweek, we tied 1-1. 
for a team that is currently in third place, fourth place heading into the match, uh, you would think they could beat Charlotte uh, away from home. But uh, just we we couldn't do it. We had chances too, but also Charlotte had chances to beat us. Uh, 1-1 was kind of a fair res- uh, result on the night. Against Cincinnati, Orlando City are, will be matching them. I'm That's what I'm expecting to uh, for it to be a close game. And I believe you guys came to Orlando and beat us earlier this season, right? So that might be some locker room material for Oscar Pereja to say, hey, uh, oh, no, you guys, you, you zero zeroed. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. right. It was last season when you beat us. Yeah, because it was early in the season and that zero zero was like, oh, Cincinnati really that good this year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, okay. So we had a 0-0 earlier in the season. So last season's 1-0 win over us, could or whatever it was last season, could be locker room material. But uh, I don't know if Perea will go back that far. But yeah, Orlando um, Orlando tend to play the quality of their opponent, and FC Cincinnati uh, at home are going to be a, a tough beast to tackle. Yeah, it's Gavin... I'm excited for it. And, you know, I've not been excited for an Orlando match in a while because they <laughs> always seem to be weird matches for us. So Always. Um, I will say, something that kind of is going to impact all of these games, a lot of these teams are on Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday schedule. So some freak results are going to happen around the league. It's just a matter of which ones. Well, I hope it's not one. Of, I hope it's not this match specifically. Selfishly, the I'll possibility like a, exists. I'll take like a, a five-zero win for Orlando City. Oh my gosh! Could you imagine? Oh man. Okay, I'm gonna um go into my match. I'm going to start with. Hmm. Seattle versus Portland. I don't have much to say on this one other than it's just one of the one of my favorite rivalries in the in the league. It's one of those for me it's one of the season's must-watch games every single year. The Seattle versus Portland matches. So I highly recommend tuning into that. Uh only storyline I really got is that Portland recently lost their striker Nisgoda to an ACL injury last week. So that'll hurt their chances in this match. They've, they've lost some depth there at the striking position. And, you know, Portland have already been struggling, whereas Seattle are, you know, near the top of the West uh, yet again in their typical second or third place that they finish in. And Portland are down in 12th. So... They they uh, have an uphill uphill battle um, that they're fighting if they want to make the playoffs. So that should lead to a good match where Portland will surely be scrapping for anything they can get, and Seattle will uh, try to maintain their stature as one of the better uh, teams in the West. All right, so Gavin, shall we move on to? another preview then i had picked a second match i don't know if you uh i don't know if you picked this one either but i've got sporting kansas city versus st louis city sc not Ooh, 
Gavin, it's the cease and desist cup. Of course. How could we not talk about this? We are required to talk about it after we've been making fun of them all season. Yeah, this is so it's interesting, right? Because SKC have sort of been on a hot streak as well, or at least a perceived hot streak. And then St. Louis is top of the West. So I think this has all the makings of a very, I think it'll be a very hard fought match, especially because, you know, you have a pretty close rivalry between these teams already. I was on social media. People were talking about how when uh, St. Louis goes to um, Kansas City for baseball, the stadium usually sells out to tons of St. Louis fans who go. So I'll be very interested to see how populated that stadium is for Kansas City with red shirts from St. Louis. It'll probably be a lot. You know, when Orlando City just played St. Louis – we there was a good away attendance for them only their first um season only their first season and there was lots of red within Orlando City Stadium dotted around the stadium and so i i was really surprised when i saw that so i think there's going to be a lot of red again in um, Kansas City. I mean, it's not a far drive. Uh, I think they wouldn't they consider themselves rivals. Maybe not, but I, I think after they, after the cease and desist uh, debacle, you have to consider them rivals at this point. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, and maybe MLS will make up this rivalry for St. Louis just because of the um, geographical. Locations of the two teams are not too far apart, if I know my geography well. So, yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a good match. Uh, both coming off some good results, I believe. Yeah, I mean, well, hold on. What did St. Louis won last night, right? Yeah, St. Louis won last night. And yeah, then they SKC beat Minnesota or uh, San Jose at the weekend. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. It'll be a good game. It will be a good game. Um, my second match for you is Galaxy versus Houston. Uh, both teams in strong form. Houston obviously coming off strong wins against RSL and Columbus. Uh, so not you know, one of those wins against RSL was away from home as well. So those are not easy teams to, to play against but uh galaxy as well are in strong form and galaxy are pushing for that that last playoff spot right so they are galaxy currently find themselves in 13th place with 28 points 24 games played so they're pushing hard to to get to that ninth spot and Houston are in good form. And so it's just a matter of who's going to come out on top of the, in this game. Right? So uh, I think it's going to be a really good one. And it kind of looks like on the on the surface that this is a one of your random MLS games. But I really do think that this could turn into a, a back and forth open 
game with multiple goals from each team. So I, I do highly recommend tuning into this one if you can, because I think there's going to be some fireworks. Yeah, I think this is going to be a midfield matchup to keep an eye on, because we talked about him earlier, Hector Herrera. He is in quite good form. He is contributing immensely to Houston's success this season. Similarly, though, Ricky Pooge is very, very, very hot right now as well for Galaxy. I mean, he's been seemingly a man possessed, I want to say, almost since like that El Trafico at the Rose Bowl. He has really seemed to turn it around. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in the midfield because I think both these guys are the heart of the team right now. And whoever shows up that night is probably going to be the one that carries their team to victory. And if they both show up, then like you said, we get fireworks. Yeah, hopefully. Um, her, that's a good point. I think of Herrera versus Puj in the midfield. Yeah. Going to be fantastic. Yeah. So, I mean, and Herrera is going to be involved on both sides of it. I mean, he's definitely more of your box to box type midfielder. Puj has been, he's been relatively involved on both sides of the ball as well. So, yeah, this will this will be interesting. Yeah, it will be. Um, I've somehow managed to pick the two games that are happening at ten thirty. So I'm telling y'all to watch both. Uh, not sure how you're supposed to do that, but it is what it is. <laughs> oh, MLS. Um, Never change MLS. Actually, do change. Really, yeah, please do change. Change a little bit, please. Um, I had actually selected three matches, uh, so. I'm just going to quickly do DC United versus Chicago, ninth versus 10th in the East. So You're trying to make up for the two 10-30 picks, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Chicago versus, or DC versus Chicago. Chicago's in ninth. DC's in 10th. That's the playoff cutoff. They're two points away from each other. Winner gets an uh, advantage for the playoff race, and that's all I've got to say on that. Ninth or 10th? Gavin, don't you mean... Eighth, eighth gets advantage over ninth. Well, tenth isn't even in the playoffs, and ninth right. is at least there. Oh, that's true. You're right. Okay, so you're saying whoever win or whoever's looking at playoffs wants to win this match. To yes, and okay. I would hope that both teams are looking at playoffs. I don't know if DC is looking at playoffs. <laughs> D- DC is looking at it longingly. I don't know if they're seriously considering it. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, I, for the record, don't know if Chicago is seriously considering it. It looks like the only team in the East seriously considering is Miami. <laughs> NYCFC might be trying to get there, too. They might be. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that was, yeah. DC, that's it. Two teams on the playoff bubble going at it. Yeah. All right, Gavin, shall we make a few predictions on these matches we've selected and then maybe we'll wrap up and get on out of here? Uh, I think we shall. All right. Cincy versus Orlando. I, I think obviously we don't need to even consider who we're picking, right? Obviously I'm taking Cincy or taking Orlando just for, yeah, why not? Just Let's for the just bit. Let's back our teams. All right. And then how about, 
DC versus Chicago? Uh, I'm going to go with DC. It's at DC, right? Yep. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I think I would take DC as well in this one. Okay. And then SKC versus STL. They're in Kansas City. They are in Kansas City. I'll go St. Louis still. Unbelievable. I was going to go St. Louis still. Yeah. We're on the same wavelength tonight. We are. Gavin, when you were talking earlier about what's going on, this is what's going on. We're on the same wavelength. Yep. Only thing is, I noticed you said tonight, Gavin, and it's... Oh, Lord. <laughs> it's dark outside. You are correct, but... This morning. Yeah. It is not night. Yeah. All right, and then uh, your two 10-30 matches, uh, Seattle-Portland? Ooh. Hmm. Seattle. Eh, I'm going to go Portland. I'm going to go Portland. Okay, well, I'm glad you went Portland because I want to go Seattle. Okay. And then Galaxy versus Houston. Galaxy burst Houston's bubble. I think you're probably right, but I'm going to take Houston because I that's who I want to win this yes. matchup. Okay. You're you're a professional Galaxy hater. Right. Sounds correct. Put it put it in the uh put it in the notes. Yep. <laughs> All right. There we go. All right. There we go. That's it. All right, with that said then, on that, that's it that so clearly says we're done. Thank you everyone for joining us as always. We appreciate everyone who continues to listen. Remember, you can follow the podcast on social media at MLS Now Podcast. You can follow Gavin at LinesBlog1. You can follow me at Mr. Dangerous. Listeners, till next time. Till next time.